Is that Steve Nash? Uh, oh, no, it's J.E. Skates. Who's that? <laughs> Welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. Happy Friday, January 3rd. I'm Steve Nash. I mean, J.E. Skeets. And alongside me, as always, Tass Millis. What's up? We got the bearded one, Trey Kirby. Ayo. Ayo. The international man of mystery, taking it to the max, Lee Ellis. Friends. Mm. And last but not least, making the magic happen, J.D. Hello. There he is, and here we are. Again, happy Friday. Follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at No Dunks Inc. You know we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash No Dunks Inc. Well, I guess it's official. We're now on Facebook. Email us your NBA questions and comments to nodunks at theathletic.com. Keep them coming. And finally, don't forget to go to nodunks.com to pick up your official No Dunks t-shirt. All right, on today's Drop Podcast, we're going to discuss Michael Porter Jr.'s sexy-ass game in (laughs) Indy last night. We'll get into the Heat's zone defense, locking up the defending champs. Tass is going to hit us with his worst of the week nominees. You betcha. JD, you got a little twist I, I've i learned to the pun gun. Yeah, well, to pun gun, no pun gun today. <laughs> <laughs> They've broken you finally, they JD. they finally broken me. What? Really? got to try something new. Just try something new. For oh, just, okay. just this one time. We'll see, we'll see how it flies. Okay, okay. Um, but before we get to all of that, on Thursday, Luka Doncic and Giannis Antetokounmpo. They lead their respective conferences in the first fan returns for the 2020 NBA All-Star Game voting. Luka actually leads all players with over 1.7 million votes. A mere 599 more than the Greek Freak, who is the top vote-getter in the East. LeBron, the only other player with more than a million votes through the initial round. So if the voting were to end today and was only decided by the fans, we know that it's not. They account for 50% of the vote, and then 25% goes to a player vote. Another 25% goes to the media vote. Anyway, this is how it would shake down. Luka, LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, and James Harden would be the starters for the Western Conference, while Giannis, Joel Embiid, Siakam, Trey Young, and Kyrie Irving would start for the East. Guys, you've had a chance to look at the, again, first returns here. Biggest surprise? What's your biggest surprise overall? Well, where you ended right there, the backcourt and the Eastern Conference. Both shocking. Yeah. That Kyrie Irving, who hasn't played much this season, would be starting. Probably not a good look. <laughs> uh, also, Trey Young playing for the worst team in the league. Also starting. That one far less uh, offensive, I would say. It's, sure. <laughs> uh, because the Eastern Conference guard spot always the spot where t- guys kind of float in and out and you never really have strongholds there because there's just it's always a question seems like the last several years mm-hmm. so Kemba Walker should be in there and then the other spot is is up for debate whether it's Trey Young or I guess Jimmy Butler's not being shifted to a guard nope that's not happening uh, I think we've decided yeah, that's the craziest part yeah. apparently the teams choose where they want their player to be nominated Jimmy Butler would be starting if he were uh, if he were a guard. I mean, he'd be a thousand behind Kyrie Irving, but you know, Very over the likely. course of things, he's going to pass up right. uh, Kyrie. But yeah, I mean, the East All Stars look kind of crazy right now when you look at it because I would think you maybe have Butler over Siakam as well in the front court. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Not, not me, but I, I, yeah. just because his team is is doing well and Siakam's missed few games. Yeah. yeah exactly. Recently. Yeah, when I was uh, a couple of days ago, I did the whole like, here's my all-star votes, and threw it up on Twitter, and I and I did say I like because I can't put Jimmy Butler at a guard position, 
uh, that makes things very difficult. Um, so I think he's a deserving starting all-star. So that I had him bumping Siakam as a forward mm-hmm. along with Giannis Embiid there. And then, yeah, I guess. I, and then in a weird way, I was like, well, maybe it is Lowry then uh, is a deserving starter as one of the Raptors. But it's, it is tough. What's, what's the big surprise to you? Like, well, the big thing that stands out to me is you've got five foreign-born guys in this top 10 players now Kyrie Irving is foreign born even though he's technically American but you know how we've kind That's of talked like Steve Nash I know but what I'm, the point I'm trying to make is uh, you know we've kind of talked about trying to shake up the way that the game is played yeah. whether it ever would be quality international players versus quality US born players and we're not there yet but if you look, Giannis, Joel Embiid, Pascal Siakam, I yeah. mean, we're getting closer to that. Then you've got guys like Jokic and Porzingis. Porzingis probably won't be an all-star. I think Jokic will be an all-star. And Ben Simmons is another one who probably will be an all-star. There's a lot, you're right. So, so you what know, are you saying? You want to see Team USA versus the world in the all If you have game. 12 uh, qualified foreign-born players, why not? Why not go for it? Like, who cares yeah, at this point? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they do it already for the, for the uh, you know, Rising Stars game. And again, it always has to come down to those deserving all-stars. You can't just throw in a foreign-borner just to balance things out if he's taking the place of a U.S.-born who's who's deserving of his spot. But I just think, you know, this is the way the league is going. I mean, last year, look at all the awards except for one were, were won by foreign-born players. And that just shows the impact of the, of the game around the world. And I think we're getting closer to where the NBA may as well just say, hey, we've got 12 of, of these and we've got 12 foreign-born players. Why not try it? Yeah, Who cares? Maybe Who cares? Why future? not? Well, right now the league has got the uh, picking teams going on right now, and it, it's doing fairly well. And if something's doing okay, then you got to run with that right now. You mean the captains? Yeah. 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 The, the captains picking teams should be before the game, but they're picking them you know, a few days beforehand or whatever they are. So they should go with that right now and see where that lands. But I hear the foreign-born situation, sure. I love I love how smart the NBA is with this, though. The timing of it all, these releasing these first fan returns. And I know we'll get to some of the silly names maybe on the list, like in the top <laughs> tens within the front courts and the guards in both conferences. But they, they release this, and have you noticed that they, on the day they release it and the following day they released it, or that you're allowed to, you can vote for your guys and it counts for double votes mm. so i think it's all part of their plan they drop this first one and go and so some fans go what Ky- kemba walker kemba walker should be starting the all-star game i mean he's more deserving than trey young and Kyrie irving wow what a perfect time to make your vote your vote count for even more mm. than it usually does with the double vote i think by the next time we see this like i think it's next week or january 9th is the next returns they're going to be released kemba to me will have bleepfrogged both of those guys. Um, he only needs 450 votes, which is only 225 today. Thank you. Mm. One man alone could do it if they so put, wow. put the work in. It is uh, so smart. Yeah, look, maybe down the line, uh, Lee, you're right, we will see something like that. But right now, it is the captains, mm-hmm. as Tass says. Um, you think Donk can hang with uh, Giannis? Uh, Giannis was getting some jokes off opposite of LeBron last mm. year uh, during the draft, and that was kind of impressive to see him hanging with the king. But now, Luca, year two, he's got to go against Giannis, getting these jokes off. We'll see how it goes. We saw uh, in Mexico, though, remember? He was pretty smooth For sure. with yeah. the microphone there. So well, that'll be interesting. You, you think Luca will like hold off LeBron for the most votes? Uh, probably Conference? not. I don't probably sort of not. So. No, but, they should, but they should absolutely get all the guys involved. Because Giannis, yeah, he, sh- he shone in, in an edited version. But they should have all 24 guys on the floor mm-hmm. and, the, and the fact that James Harden can grab the mic and make a joke, you know, and take some some of the pressure off Luka Doncic because Luka is <laughs> going to be very soft spoken, and he's he's not going to be able to 
Come on, that, he's not a WWE wrestler. It's hard for him to run a two-minute bit. <laughs> I mean, that's not easy. <laughs> that's not easy, and everybody should take part. The vets should help him out. And Giannis was fine, but that was also, you know, he's that was his sixth year in the league, right? What else is going to happen, though, is the foreign, the guys who speak a second language or third language are going to start joking with each other, oh my goodness. making fun of the uh, <laughs> dudes who don't speak another and language. And then Kobe Bryant's going to be like, I understand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. He's going to have to referee every single draft. Yeah, Kobe, he spoke Slovenian the other day. That's we right. Had to, uh, Luka yeah. Doncic. He can speak incredible. every language. Yeah, he's got a few swear words. I Ask think him how you say T's in Finnish. <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure it out. Okay, just back to this, this East Guards uh, voting here, though. If Jim, okay, Jimmy can't be a guard. I mean, he's a forward. Um, who are your two? Who are your two guards you voting for then, right now? If you had to, you know, cast your ballot and count those double votes, who do you go with? I'm voting for Kemba Walker and Ben Simmons. Are, ben would Simmons. be my two wow. choices. I, I think Simmons. You know, the, the numbers, the pure numbers, aren't super extravagant, but he is giving you something on the defensive end, and he is a unique player who I think would be fun in an all-star game. Also, the 76ers are pretty good. I don't know if they're two all-stars good, but Ben Simmons seems to be a higher profile player than anybody else that you would really realistically put as your starting guard. Okay, sounds like we all probably agree on Kemba. So, yeah. so it is who's that second one. Who I'm going an all-Celtics backcourt with Jalen Brown. Yeah. I think he's been great this year. The Celtics have been great. I think he's been good at both ends of the floor. He, numbers again, you know, 20 and 7, like not, you know, super, super numbers. There's but so I, many guys yeah, like that exactly. outside of Trey Young, who is has incredible numbers but yeah. on a very bad team. Yeah. yeah, there's a bunch of, I guess Beal sort of in that mix too. But it's like, yeah, it's like your Brogdons and your Lowrys and your Devontae Grahams even. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it seems to be like a lot of similar numbers. And, and, and the reason I'm challenge. going with Brown is uh, he's been great and the Celtics are winning. So I'm, I'm giving, okay. uh, I'm, I'm waiting my vote in that respect. But but Trey Young has been great. But yeah, I mean, they've won seven games. So uh, yeah. that, that, but, but, he'll, he'll but make honestly, the game, I it, think. Do you care? I do, I do. Yeah, I, okay. I, I mean, I give it, when, it, when it comes down to trying to uh, split hairs like that, I, I do put it towards the guy who's playing well and his team is winning i mean that's just my way Wait, did you just slip in something if you did you just say if he doesn't um get voted in as a starting all-star trey young that you think he'll still get selected i think so Hmm. i think so Uh, i I think he's more likely to get in by the fan vote and the initial vote rather than coaches who always reward winning yeah, I sort of agree with that. Though players love scoring, because um, players were very, very high on like a Beal, I remember, and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah, they they take part in that. Yeah. The quote unquote starter vote, right? That's what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I saw. Oh, right. 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 The 25 percent. The, the, yeah. the coaches are the ones who pick the reserves, and they often yep. they don't pick guys who lose. I would throw Trey Young in the starting lineup, okay. and I understand that he's on a terrible team. But why don't you reward the fact that? There's three guys always watching him, and he's still able to put up not only good, you know, counting stats, but also efficient stats. They're all still very good, and he's still doing that. And yeah, I, I would reward that, especially because hey, this is the fans' game, and I think they've done fairly well. The fans have, and they should have, as they do, majority stake in this thing because it, it is for them. And yeah, the other fifty should wait it out. And I think it's, I think it is a pretty good balance. I think it is pretty clear though that they weigh. The beginning of the season a lot heavier than you know the last quarters that we've seen. Mm. That's just the way it goes, and as you can see by uh, even our statistics, people watching our show, people sort of stop watching the NBA after the beginning, you know, the first month of the season. Then that, and they base <laughs> their opinion on that. They base their opinion on the, on the first month of the season, and that's cool. Let's get back to Jimmy Butler versus Pascal Siakam. Yeah, because I think Jimmy Butler is getting a little bit of the hey, we need a guy from the Miami Heat sort of 
moniker, you know, so that that idea. Because Pascal Siakam's numbers kick his ass. Yeah, they do. And I don't I, know. I, I'm shocked. They're that, not empty stats by any mean either. Like I don't think anyone's no. arguing that. I, I'm shocked so, that Pascal is so far ahead of Jimmy just because he's a foreign-born guy on the Raptors. I know he was won the championship last year, but still that tends to be a tougher market to, to get the respect from the fans from. I mean, he's probably getting um, some international votes there, but still, to see him third overall in the West Front Court, I, I, I was surprised he was that high. Again, I think, I think part of it was Jimmy Butler was out at the beginning of the season. That's too. exactly right. I was just going to double down on what you were saying there, Tass. It's like also Siakam. That's when he was killing yeah. it at yeah. the start of the season, and you know, you, you know, check the splits. I know injuries have come into play, but the numbers sort of started to go down after that very, very hot start. But they're still really solid at mm. basically twenty-five points per game. I'm still taking Jimmy. I think he does more for the Heat. Uh, I think his, I mean, you check all of the advanced analytics are clearly favor Butler. He does more with actually not even doing more because his usage rate is a little bit lower. Siakam is out there and he's scoring. He's putting up rebounds and he can guard guys. But Butler, I think uh, Butler is the number one guy on the Miami Heat. And he doesn't always act like the number one guy on the Heat. Whereas Siakam, he flits in and out of being number one with him and Kyle Lowry. Yeah, it's tough. Let's hear from you guys. Let us know who you would have as your, your 10 starters right now. Hashtag no dunks at no dunks inc. Um, who, who is the biggest, I don't know, for the lack of a better word, snub, or who deserves more love, uh, in your opinion, when you see all of these votes? Well, DeMontas Sabonis uh, finished 10th in the front court with only 67,000 votes. I think he's a lock for the game. I think he's getting in for sure, but I just don't think he does things that fans notice so much again playing on indiana yeah um you know he's a big guy but putting up great numbers he's been their best player this season uh they're having a great record a great season as well but he just doesn't get the recognition and people just don't he's not a sexy name he's not a sexy player but and uh, i think that's reflected in the voting but like i say i think there's no question he's going to the game right now i think the uh coaches will vote him in because um he's he's been fantastic what about even adding to that as a snub or whatever, a pacer snub, Brogdon. Brogdon's not even on this list. Yeah. I mean, and I know it's a, look, it's a little more, I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough for him. He's missing time now, but he's not even on the list. I mean, that's rough. <laughs> he's been great. I, I think you, there is a, an argument to be had at least, uh, who is a bigger reason for the Pacers early season success without Victor Oladipo playing. I, I, I'm with you on Sabonis. I think he's a deserving all-star, but Brogdon has mm-hmm. got to be right there in that conversation. He's not yeah. even on there. He does. I, I think they get one. I don't think they get two. And Brogdon, he started off averaging basically 22 yeah. and 11, yeah. shooting incredibly well. Uh, he had got a, you know picked up a couple of injuries there yeah, and missed some time, and he's definitely cooled off a little bit. Yep. Um, so I, I, I think that's the way it goes. I mean, I think the, the Pacers are that sort of team that you know coaches respect and admire, but I don't think you're going to get two you know respectfully non-sexy all-stars from that same team in there. I also wonder respectfully, respectfully non-sexy. I mean, no. I mean, I mean that because you know they're, they're both incredibly solid players, but but no one's going, man. I'm getting me a Brogdon All-Star jersey this year. No, no Demonte Sabonis looks a little bit like Mike Goldfire. Both sexy men. Uh, he does. I like the beard. Oh. Sabonis got a really nice beard coming in right now. Um, Dinwiddie, by the way. He's like 10th right now in in this East Guards vote. He's got 94,000 plus votes. So I wonder, in like my head with Brogdon, like does Brogdon have the exact same amount of votes as Sabonis? Like is he sitting at 67,000, 68,000? Like Pacers fans are like, yeah, they're awesome. We're voting for both of those guys. I wonder. Kyrie, Kyrie should come up publicly and say, I'm giving all my votes to Spencer. Yeah, yeah. hook him up. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, I- what about you guys for um, – 
deserving of more love. I can't believe this. I can't believe the things I'm saying on this podcast right now because I'm supporting Jimmy Butler to start over Pascal Siakam because he's better at defense. I want Ben Simmons as a starter because he's good at defense. And I want more votes for Captain Tuck himself. Chris Paul. Chris Paul. On the list. Chris Chris Paul is big. Chris Paul has been balling. He's still got it. He's been to the All-Star game 50,000 times. And the Thunder are competitive when nobody was even sure if that would be the case. I mean, Lee thought they would make the playoffs. Not everybody did. It was kind of a 50-50 proposition. They've been good so far. And he's been a huge reason why. It's 2020. We're flipping things this year. Sean Elliott was saying he should get some MVP consideration last night on the Spurs broadcast. Now He did did his thing again. Yes, he did. Clutch shot after clutch shot down the stretch. I think that's a little far, but certainly uh, certainly the impact. And the fact that he's getting respect from an opponent like that, though, shows uh, that Chris Paul has certainly been rejuvenated. He yeah. really has. He, his reputation has been rejuvenated, and his play again has uh, has been, you know, what it was in his best days. His I think you could days. say Chris Paul deserves more votes, or to be on the top ten of guards, maybe even Shea Gilgis Alexander yeah. uh, in the mix there as well, uh, with some of these names at the bottom there. Anyone uh, for you, Tass, that deserves more love, not getting the respect they deserve? Well, I think it's just a shock that there's not a San Antonio spur on either the front court or the guard list. That's I'm gonna guess never happened before. Just not to have anybody. Wow! Like in the top ten of either position, right? Because DeRozan would have been there last year for sure. Yeah, maybe, and they maybe used to have they used to go deeper with these rather than just top ten. Did I they? S- I mean, it's been deeper. I don't know. Will this be the year the Spurs don't have a representative? Only three times in forty-two years they've never had an All Star. Holy! They have the last time they didn't have an All Star was like I'll ninety-four say, or man. something like I'll that. I'll say yes. I'll say yes. Yeah, it's an incredible record they have of yeah. uh, having someone there. S- having yeah. just one. They player. won't. They won't have one. They won't. You don't think so? Nah. No. Well, Aldridge though's got that. Yes, Joe Johnson. You know, <laughs> he is a Joe Johnson. <laughs> he does, but there's so many players. Yeah, out there. like, yeah, I, I just don't think so. Especially now when you can't even if you're comparing like, oh, do we take uh, do we take Aldridge or do we take Towns? You know, in years past you can maybe go well, okay. Like, a guy like Towns got way more numbers, way better numbers, but uh, he's got 10 less wins, his team does. Well, you can't even really – you can't say that now with the Spurs because their their record is similar to, like, six, seven teams One there. One less in, wins. In yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, well, let's get into the, the, the silly votes. Does anyone care? Because, like, you know, these things <laughs> drop and people see Taco Fall sixth in the front court voting despite playing in three games uh, in the East. You got Alex Caruso eighth in the guard position despite being Alex Caruso. Um, you know, Twitter goes nuts. Twitter literally, they just go bonkers when this happens. Do, I mean, do you guys care at all? It doesn't matter because of the way this is voted now because of the Zaza Pachulia rule, basically. Like, don't worry <laughs> about it. They won't be starting. What's your What's your vibe on that? Uh, I think it's impressive that people got that, were able to do that. People were able to get Taco Fall and Alex Caruso up that high. I, I just admire their tenacity, and <laughs> and I guess they took advantage of the, the two-vote, double-vote days or whatever's Amy. going on <laughs> on the Google Assistant, not Alexa, whatever's happening. But I think that just how did Taco Fall get 110,000? Mm. I, I didn't that, think that about him for months. That one's crazy. You would think Boban would, would be the guy who polls the most uh, sort of – crazy votes you know because at least he plays i mean taco barely plays yeah. it's the boston advantage yeah. there's 20 eastern conference players that are on any of these returns and five of them are boston celtics yeah good voting 
Mm. That's that, that's exactly why I think Kemba's going to just skyrocket for over sure. these guys, yep. uh, Trey Young and Kyrie Irving, the next time we see these. Uh, but, like, yeah. Again, none of it, it doesn't really matter anymore. It got a little worrisome when Zaza looked like he was going to start the All-Star game because that is when it was just up to the fans completely. But got a little worrisome for us as we had oh. many, uh, <laughs> many, many uh, threats from Georgians yeah, out we, there. Yeah, we, we were threatened. You're right. Um, but they, we got the Facebook hate. Yeah. I mean, you're right. We, yeah. It was scary. Um, but now now it's the 50% fan vote, 25% current players, and 25% to selected media. And then, you know, the, all the votes are tallied up, and then they're ranked in each conference by position, guard and front court within those three voting groups, and then their score is calculated by averaging the weighted rank from those groups. Like, it's next to impossible. Um, but one more guard we didn't throw in there in the East. Who's in fourth? Derek Rose. Yeah. Derrick Rose, if you remember, got a pretty good um, player vote last year when he was with the Wolves. Uh, players respect and, and admire Derrick Rose and, you know, the sort of the comeback story that is Rose. And, the, and, he's, and look, he's putting up great numbers on an obviously brutal Pistons team, but could he sneak in here? Could he sneak in as that second guard uh, you know, considering he could get a solid player vote, he's got some fan vote here. Maybe he doesn't get the media vote, but uh, no, nah, maybe. I mean, he's still two hundred thousand votes behind Kemba and Kyrie Irving, so that's a tough gap to make up to to win the player yeah, or to, to win the fan, fan vote, vote yeah. section of things. To get in. Yeah. I wouldn't be completely shocked if it's Kyrie Irving still starting mm-hmm. the All Star game. You know, hey, Ugh, who knows how long he's going to be out? He's been out for a few weeks at this point. It he's doesn't really games. seem. Yeah. Yeah, but if he keeps winning the fan vote yeah. and he comes back, uh, I don't know, in the next week or so, maybe maybe he keeps racking up the votes and we see Kyrie Irving starting or his return is at the All-Star game. I don't know. Weirder <laughs> things have happened. Mm. Yeah, Derek Rose has those uh, the, the Kobe Stan fans, though, as well. People just still 100%. love him. Uh, and it also helps being a Chicago Bull because Zach Levine's also doing pretty well, too, sure. vote-wise. So... The Bulls have got some uh, pretty loyal supporters there, and, and, and I think people just remember Rose when he was there in the MVP, and they still see this resurgent play, and they want to get him back on the on the big stage. But playing for Detroit is uh, is tough, I think. Well, 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 some people love these like crazy votes, these meme votes, if you want to call them that. Um, I want to get your take on this. Matt Ellentuck, SB Nation, last night, he wants to like lean in to these crazy votes, right? And he says this, let's turn the NBA All-Star game into a tournament. Three games total... Between four teams, the East All-Stars, the West All-Stars, a fan-voted meme team, and a fan-voted <laughs> retired players team. Hmm. Lee, you can maybe get on that team. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what do you, what's, what's your take on that? So, I guess in, the, in this scenario, the coaches, you know, pick the East All-Stars and the West All-Stars, but these other two fan-voted teams, the meme team and the retired players, and then we <laughs> the have, like, a little team. mini tournament. Well, well, who would Joel Embiid play for, the meme team or the uh, Eastern <laughs> I Conference? I think he would be an all, uh, mm. East All-Star. Yeah. Yeah, the, the meme team would be your uh, – it'd be your, well, your Taco Falls and Caruso's. your Caruso's, yeah. like those guys. I mean, we got to get Pat team. Connaughton on a, on a high-profile team because that guy – is like Alex Caruso to the max, but he's playing on Milwaukee, so he's not getting enough love. Uh, like, he throws down monster dunks. Caruso's got, like, two of them on the season, yeah. and uh, Connaughton's got, like, four. <laughs> Give him a vote. <laughs> Speaking of voting on Google Assistant, I tried it this morning because I was like, I think I can do this through my connected speaker. And it was just, like, literally, like, 
I don't know what you're talking no, about. No, <laughs> it was not. saying back. I'm convinced to it doesn't work. Hey Google, vote for the NBA All Star Game. <laughs> it's like, according to the Wikipedia page, you can vote for the NBA All Star Game. I was like, oh yeah, nice. Well, did you try stay try saying like, hey Google, vote for Trey Young? I I tried every oh, I did? tried every possible oh, way, okay. and I couldn't couldn't get it figured out. And then my kids just started yelling at it to try and play <laughs> Nutcracker songs. Oh. Uh, that reminds so me. the Nutcracker will be starting the East All Star. <laughs> yeah, game. Mother Ginger getting the start in the backcourt. That uh, reminds me of an email we got. Not a question, but I would greatly appreciate if you would refrain from saying "Hey Google" during future <laughs> yeah. podcasts yeah, yeah, yeah. from Liz. That's fair. Sorry, Liz. Yeah, we knew that at the time when we were doing it. Um, all right, so let's hear from you guys again. Mm. Who you guys got in your All Stars? Well, we 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 made our ten All Star picks right before the break. I'm sure we'll do it in the couple coming weeks here. Um, as we gear up to the the announcement of the starters, and then later in January the reserves. That's always the fun part. Just anyway. uh, the Spurs. The last time they didn't have an All Star was 1997. 97. <laughs> Incredible. So they've pre- had at least one All Star in the game ever since. That's amazing. Yeah, except for 99 when there was no game, of course. But uh, mm. good wow. stat, man. That's huge. All right, last night um, a few games. Touch on them quickly here. We we got lots to get to. I said worst of the week and, and a twist of the punk gun. No, punk gun's dead. We got something new. <laughs> the Nuggets. They used a second-half rally to win in Indy. 124-116, very entertaining game. And your guy, Tass, Trey, your sexy-looking guy, Michael Porter Jr. No, my, he, Trey doesn't think he's sexy. No, that's true. That, he, that's not true. No, he has thought he's quite handsome. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. very handsome. He's a classic beauty. Classic. Uh, classic beauty. I just like a little bit wilder style. What can I say? He could be like Victor Oladipo coming out to the dunk contest. It's a classic man, right? <laughs> he could walk out to the court. He's a classic-looking man. Um, <laughs> let's, let's talk about how sexy his game looked for a second here on this podcast, mm-hmm. not just him. Uh, season high, 25 points, 11 to 12 from the field, two or three from deep, five boards, had a big assist. I mean, a bit of a breakout performance. No doubt he's been playing well over the last four games, averaging like 15 and a half points per game, shooting the lights out. I think he's shooting like 74% from the floor over the last four games. But here he comes. What did you think of uh, MPJ there last night? Yeah, uh, the reason why he is so intriguing is because he's monstrous. He, he yep. looks like, you know, for a wing, he's looking over everybody at 6'10", and he's got the footwork out there. Everybody is raging about that step back, which is Whew. a ridiculous step back. Uh, it looks like, as uh, Jared Weiss on uh, the Daily Ding put it, it looks like the step back was longer than the actual shot that he took. Like, it was from... <laughs> mid-range to the three-point line uh he's just got a bunch of skills and and you know that extra year off obviously helped uh, and it's like another year of college in, in a weird way just just hanging out and uh he looks like he has skills and the, and the nuggets have done a good job of just bringing him off the bench very very slowly is he ready to be a starter and contribute every game probably not um but he's got mad skills, and this was cool for him to go back to indiana where he grew up apparently he played there in the fourth grade in the banker's life field house wild and so he was out there doing some cool things he's he's a very very talented guy Mm, he's listed as a power forward but he certainly doesn't play like a power forward he's more like a super long shooting guard or an oversized small forward really because he can put the ball on the floor there as well Um, not afraid to go and get contact inside Uh, look very very ready to play and I think that you know if he can continue to go along at this level and this pace that he's at what a what a bonus this is going to be yeah. for the Nuggets down yep. the stretch and then into the playoffs, especially if they keep him uh, coming off the bench. I don't see why they, they would shake things up right now because he gives that second unit <laughs> just another option. And, I mean, you saw him a couple of times as well going inside, sort of posting guys up. Like, he, he feels very confident that uh, he can get his shot off at any time. So, yeah, there's lots to like about it uh, in, the, in these early returns. He had everything going last night. Mm. He had that 
beautiful reverse layup where he hung and oh, yeah. finished under and kissed a lot it off of the glass. On that one. He had a hook shot for crying out loud. He had the runner going. He had that huge step back three, like you said, Tass. Little pull ups. Yeah, he was cooking. And uh, you're right. This changes. I mean. A little bit, I think it raises the ceiling a little bit on this Nuggets team, no doubt, if he's playing to this ability. Exactly right, and that's why it was so smart for the Nuggets to take a chance on him because he had it was a monster recruit coming out of high school and then had back problems, and you never know, is he going to actually right. get back on the court? So if you're a team that's already good and happened to have that nice lottery pick that they got from uh, being eliminated the last day of the season, you take a chance on him because he raises their ceiling. He may be making like uh, Malik Beasley expendable, Torrey Craig expendable if they, if uh, uh, MPJ is able to maintain this level, and then that allows the Nuggets to get even better. I don't know. The way he was playing last night reminded me a little bit of Jason Tatum. I thought the game was very similar inside, outside, off the dribble, kind of a catch and shoot, was doing – you know, ball moves. He just had it all going last night. It was very fun to watch. Yeah, the, this like the scouting report on him. You're right, Trey. Coming out was he has takeover potential as a scorer because this guy just gets buckets. The defense needs improvement. That's got to come. But he is that type of guy because of his build. You said bigs. They're not going to do well against him because he can shoot the ball and he's quick enough off the dribble. Where maybe wings can't guard him because he's a little too much. Too, too much for him. He's too mm-hmm. big for them because of his size. So he's, he is one of those guys, it appears to be, um, that it's like, who do you put on him? Um, so, yeah, yeah exactly. this is great like, for the Nuggets. Yeah, I mean, what, what, what sort of a defender do you have that isn't already defending someone of a different position, yeah. of a bigger position, to be able to uh, stop him? But, yeah, good. Because, I mean, he was projected to potentially go number one, mm-hmm. wasn't he, at one point? Yeah, um, very high. Until the injuries sort of... And what did he slip to, 14th? That sounds. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. That would be the last non-playoff team. Yeah, crazy stuff there. And that 2018 draft. I mean, if Porter, I mean, balls out here, you got Luca, Trey Young, Shea, now Michael Porter Jr., still Jaron Jackson Jr., mm-hmm. and then obviously lots of time still for Anthony Simons, you know, Lonnie Walker maybe Bagley of course uh, if he's healthy. So looking pretty damn solid. Right now, that 18 draft. Well, don't forget again. Wendell Carter. Oh, thank you, yeah, Wendell thanks. Carter Jr. Yes, <laughs> the next Al Horford. That's right. Um, moving on, the Heat. They uh, threw the zone defense at the Raptors. I mean, they played zone defense 98% of this game, it felt like, uh, against the Raps, and they held on to win an ugly one. Final score was 84-76. to 76. That is the Raptors. Uh, it's their their lowest of the season, second lowest by any team this NBA season, and the Raps lowest in four years. Um, I don't know. It was a great uh, Heat defensive game plan scheme, go in the zone. But also, was it just the Raptors missing a ton of decent looks from three? I mean, they shot six of forty-two. I think it was more the second one, to be honest. I thought the Raptors' plan was just move the ball, break the zone. They just couldn't hit a shot. Mm-hmm. I thought they got enough. Open, uncontested looks, and Fred and Kyle just yeah. could not get close. Maybe, though, that defense threw them off a little bit. But, uh, again, you saw a couple of times they would score easily inside. So they, they played the zone well. but uh, They did, but that's why a zone generally doesn't work against an NBA team because there's too much shooting. Right. The, yeah. Like you're gonna, if you move the ball, you're going to get open looks and open threes at that. Mm. And they're usually just too good of too good of shooters in, in, in today's game especially. Yeah that you can just break it very easily. You either throw it into the middle at the at the free throw line and go to work, um, or you hit those, those threes that are open in the corner on the sides, but they couldn't hit one. But, I, I mean, I loved – I think it's so cool to watch an NBA team, like, really commit to zone defense. And the Raptors were throwing some back at them, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just 
it's fun when you watch a million basketball games, NBA games. It's nice to see something a little different. Oh yeah. And seeing those guys like Derek Jones Jr. and whoever Dragic at the top, like scrambling around and talking on defense and switching. I don't know. I think it's fun. Yeah, they really, they were, they were having, they definitely got good looks. But at the end, when the Heat really picked up their perimeter defense in that zone, it was really Kyle Lowry and Fred VanVleet struggling to sort of get inside, and yeah. and then they struggled to even give Serge Ibaka, who was their outlet, the ball. And Serge got called for two, three second calls in this game, and one was a backbreaker. I thought with five minutes left in the fourth quarter when they were trying to make their run, yeah, and those were bogus calls three second calls in the nba give me a break <laughs> and it was a bad it was the wrong call i thought that 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 last one but they missed their their zone breakers in marcus Gasol oh, and pascal siakam Gasol yeah. would be standing there yeah in the destroying middle it. Yeah. And, and yeah they uh it was, it was an ugly game and and jimmy butler scoring two baskets from the floor uh was bonkers too, uh, but yeah, eighty-four stinky points. But uh, but these these teams are good <laughs> defensively, and, yeah. and it was awesome to see that. Like you know, all the all the old heads who say, "Oh, nobody plays defense." I mean, this was the game to watch where mm-hmm. they really got after. Credit to to the Heat's um, rebounding. If you're gonna play zone defense, you got a gang rebound like a mother because you're not you're not playing one on one, so you can't get a body on a guy very easily. And you just have to go get it as a team. And if you watch them, like they're a great defensive rebounding team as it is, but I thought they were just, you know, you look at the final box score, it's not going to blow you away. It's not like they have 20 more rebounds than the Raptors do, but those are, you got to play, you got to scramble from side to side for a whole possession. You're obviously tired from that. You're rotating, you're talking, and then you, oh yeah, now they've chucked up a three, they've missed it. It's a long rebound, likely. You got to go get it. And, uh, you know, credit to like Bam and those guys. Again, the whole team, I think, they all get in there. There's no doubt. Spolster has told him, if we're going to play this zone defense, we got to get the rebound to stop the damn possession yeah. uh, when we play well for, you know, the 20 seconds we're scrambling around. And uh, they did a great job. This was uh, – it, it was ugly, but oddly fun. Just sure. Again, because Something guess, different. Uniqueness of it. Yeah, that's right. Who'd uh, – who of the uh, rappers sitting courtside was your favorite, Lee? <laughs> uh, well, there was Diddy, there was uh, Meek Mill, and uh, DJ Khaled, wasn't there? And, and I believe Future as well. Uh, right, yeah. Yeah, he didn't get his name tag up, though, did he? So he must have been just out of sight. <laughs> so who's your favorite? Ah, uh, Diddy. Diddy, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, Diddy. What's your favorite Diddy song? Uh, what's that video with uh, Ben Stiller in it? Is that is that Mo Money? Uh, no. Is that, is that the D? The I? The D? The yeah, because he's saying, what are we going with here? Are we going with the D? The puff? The puff? Diddy? Patty? I think it might be that one. That's your favorite, isn't it? Yeah. That's my favorite. I mean, Diddy hasn't got a ton of hits, has he? What? What? I thought he's more like a... songs. Yeah, I thought he's more like a, you know, producer type. Oh, yeah. DJ Khaled, definitely not a rapper either. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'll Be Missing You was fine, but it was like... Like he's just—he wasn't really singing, was he? He was talking, or he was telling a story. You know? <laughs> that's rap, dog. I would see. I wouldn't say that's talking classic. and telling a story. I wouldn't say that's classic rap. It's like I, what's I, in the world? All of his words rhyme. I would ridiculous. say. Have you ever listened to yourself rap? You're literally yeah. just telling a story because you sure as hell ain't really rapping. Yeah, well, yeah, but at least I'm putting a little more into. It. He's just more telling the story. And by the way, I mean, like, couldn't he come up with his own track? He had to rip off the police as one of the. You know, yeah, maybe well, they're. Like it worked, sure. I'll give him credit. It worked. (laughs) I'm just saying, Diddy, come on, man. And and he was Puff Daddy, and then he was P Diddy. He was P. He was Sean Coon. Doesn't sound like you like him very much. I'm fine. I'm fine right now, isn't he? Oh, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm loved. Yeah, that'll that'll change pretty soon. (laughs) That's a fair point. Is that song a hit? If they don't use every breath you take. Exactly. No, I don't think so. Of course. I mean, that song is dedicated to Notorious B.I.G. That's why it was. Yeah, I get that. 
Yeah, yeah it was no, timely. It's, be- it's huge because it, it uses was, yeah. every breath you take. Yeah, it was An like already bona fide hit. <laughs> I think they would have knocked it out of the park just because of timing as well with another song. Okay, okay. Tess. You don't think? Come on, it was timing. No, Tass is right it because was uh, what was the We Always Love Big Papa or Big Papa was this yeah. up called? That was. That was huge. That was a big. Ah, it wasn't as big bigger as than it. that. No, of no course way. not. Of course, not as bigger than that. I'm not saying it was. I'm not saying you couldn't have come up with a hit. I'm <laughs> saying that that song would not be as big as it is. Well, sure. If it, they didn't use that, I the agree. original. Song. Can't we say that about like 75 percent of the? I don't know. Biggest rap songs over the last twenty decade, twenty years. Oh, okay. Hey, Jetty said it best. It's all samples. Don't worry if he writes rhymes. He writes checks. Okay. Fair enough. Three times platinum. I'll be missing you. Went. Well, How many really? times platinum did every breath you take? Oh, uh, not, probably not that zero. Many. Yeah. Mate, probably a different time. I mean, you know, we took zero. Him. Hold on. <laughs> I I know. Know. Oh, oh, I hey Google. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but he just wait. You know, zero like, times platinum. It went gold. It went gold, which is good, but it ain't platinum. Mm, well, he still got paid. That's right. Um, what? But you're not around. Know you in heaven, going. smiling down, oh, watching it. us while we pray for you. Every, Every day, day we, we pray, pray for you. you. See, <laughs> that's <laughs> nice. Nice rhyming there. Pray for you and pray for you. <laughs> it was released two months after Biggie died. Yeah. Wow. Well timed. See, I mean, <laughs> well cashing in a little bit too, isn't he? Oh, 100%. Yeah. They, oh, he cashed in like crazy on mm. Biggie's death. Um, all right. <laughs> Back to the games. Back to the games. Uh, just one more. We, we slipped it in there, though. The Thunder snapped a nine-game skid of losing in San Antonio. They got the win 109-103. Um, they won that battle between the current seventh and eighth seeds in the West. OKC extends their lead, I think, to something like four games now. But Shea Gilders-Alexander, 25 points. Chris Paul, again, huge in the clutch. Go watch that high pick for Chris Paul. Snake it a little bit. Get to the free throw line. Boom. Jumper. Time and time again. Sometimes looks unstoppable, honestly, because of his how incredible he is with the ball in his hands. Um, but here's the thunder again, Lili. I mean, CP3, 5-7 in the final period. Woo. They remind me of a very light uh, big, big three of the Detroit Pistons back in the day of Joe Dumas, Vinnie Johnson, Isaiah Thomas, with Gildas Alexander, Schroeder, and Chris Paul. Oh my goodness. Because they all go out there and they can go and get a bucket. Gilgis Alexander, if you watch him, I think Chris Paul has been working so closely with him because yeah. of the way that he does that little cross across across the key, sort of fake. Maybe he goes for a little jumper or a floater, or he just goes inside. If you saw uh, Gilgis Alexander a couple of times finishing last night late, laying it up and just holding the hand up there, like uh, he's just uh, he's got some good tricky finishes. He does. Um, so th- this is this is very looking very very nice for the Thunder right now. Flying under the radar a bit they've got the leader in Chris Paul undisputed leader but there's no clashing of egos right now I think all those three guys that I mentioned get an opportunity to go out there and have their time scoring and running the offense yeah. and it's working it's working right now and Stephen Adams again I mean he's just such such a solid player for that team like he never oh, gives yeah. up defensively and offensively he's just huge well he's the one setting all these picks yeah. for these guys and giving them the room to operate yeah I, I, so um, you know it's still early and they've still got some things to figure out but uh, I, I just like where this team is right now i like to imagine that sga has the devil of dennis schroeder on his shoulder and the angel of chris <laughs> paul on one shoulder it's like he's learning from schroeder all these tricky finishes inside and ways to score and then chris paul's like no 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 man you gotta pass the ball to your teammates <laughs> yeah. occasionally look up to set things up it's working out perfectly because he's like right in the middle of being a scorer and a distributor kind of point guard Fun to watch. One of the you reasons re- you so, really have changed your tune in 2020. You're calling Chris Paul an angel. Wow. I know. I know. I I'm trying to Chris promote Paul positivity you here are, in 2020. Yeah. If you remember, though, Dennis Schroeder in Atlanta, he and Jeff T clashed, and Schroeder wanted to be the starter. 
they traded Trateague and, and Schroeder became a starter. But I think he's a better player in a role like this. Yep. Coming off the bench where Billy Donovan is clearly going to say to him, you're going to get plenty of opportunities to score here. Right. Go out and do it. And he seems to have now have matured a little bit and embraced that. Yeah, he's probably matured. It's also probably easier for his ego to go, oh, yeah, I'm behind Chris Paul. Right. Um, <laughs> than, oh, yeah, I'm behind Jeff Teague. Hmm. He probably thought he was a lot better than Jeff Teague. Let's yeah, be Teague was an all-star, honest. though, while he was uh, here. Yeah, I mean, so, Teague, okay. Teague, Teague was I'm, a, I'm just saying, I'm yeah. sure Dennis Schroeder felt that way. And maybe yeah. a little bit was immaturity. But yes. I, I, it'd be hard-pressed to imagine he thinks he's better than Chris Paul. Yes. Yeah, so well, I I maybe he does think that, too. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's working. You're right. I Like, Fox, De'Aaron Fox had a huge game last night as well um, as, as the Kings got that win versus the Grizzlies. I was thinking, I'm like, wow. If you can only pick one, and this was inspired by a tweet from someone, but he only had two names in, in his like little hypothetical. If you could only start a team with one of these three guards for your future, De'Aaron Fox, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, or Ja Morant, who do you go with? Hmm. That's, that's spicy. Ja Morant. That's some good spice wow, right there. Wow, wow, Okay, I wasn't expecting a Ja from Tassie. I think I'm a Fox. You're a Fox <laughs> fan. I think so. I think I'm going to make it one for each player. I'm going with Shy. I, I like him. That must have been a damn good question. Shy. 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 It's not Jay Jay and Shay. Jay and Shay. Shy and Shy. Oh, you're a P. Diddy. <laughs> I'm not sure what it Love. Yeah, he's love. When did he change? I don't Last think he's year, really in love. Is he? It's I, the same. He, yeah, yeah, look, well, he'll answer to anything. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. All right. Let's get to worst of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the worst of the week. Second runner up, the injury bug and how it's taken down Orlando's Jonathan Isaac. He went off on a stretcher Wednesday after his leg got all twisted up and an MRI has revealed he'll be reevaluated in two months because of a severe knee sprain and bone contusion. Orlando's got a good story in Markel Fultz, has some solid parts in Evan Fournier and Nikola Vucevic, but Isaac is their most tantalizing piece. He's what uh, we get excited about as guys who cover the entire NBA. He's the one that's a little sexy there. He's 6'11", ridiculously athletic, and is the only player in the NBA this season averaging at least two blocks and 1.5 steals per wow. game, thanks to ESPN stats and info for that. It's... Uh, it's fun watching him roam and grow as well on the offensive end. Uh, and it stinks for the Magic in general. It stinks for everybody. But they could still make the playoffs. Yeah, I guess they could. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it's two months. Because, uh, we, yeah, we were talking about it on yesterday's show, and he sounded pretty positive after the mm-hmm. game, after he was stretched off the floor. It looked brutal. But then he's like, ah, oh, I don't think it's that serious. And I guess it's not, you know, there's the mm-hmm. ligaments are undamaged. That's right. good. But still, um, you know, there's bone contusions and mm. the posterior lateral corner injury thing and stuff like that. That's not, that's not good. Two months, my God. I mean, that's minimum two months, really, right. too. Reevaluate. And, yeah. like, he His was going to make an all-defensive team, I think. I think he would have made a second all-defensive team. His season's not over, but it's basically ruined. I mean, he'll come back surely at some point this season, but he's going to be playing on uh, recovering legs. So that's a lot of stress yeah. when you're playing defense, and that's why Jonathan Isaac's out there. They're two and a half games up right now on the Hornets and Bulls, three and a half on the Pistons. You want to throw the Wizards in there? They're only four and a half out. Oh and then we're then we're <laughs> dipping deep. The Knicks and Cavs, they're only five games out. So there will be a race. Mm-hmm. This could matter in that race. Uh, so we will see how it plays out. First runner up, that fan on the kiss cam at Madison Square Garden on Wednesday. 
to uh, set the picture here. It's a young man, a young woman. And for one of those parties, it was more than just a kiss. <laughs> it was gross. It's uh, so gross. Yeah. I do not like I don't know club. if we really have to get But you guys it don't like much. watching young people sharing a passionate Try and smooch? suffocate each other? No, I mean, it was him trying to suffocate her. He, she tried she to pull seemed... back at some point, and he said no. Oh, <laughs> he said this is this is something. And he's filming in the whole thing. Like, yeah, and he's, he's filming got the, it the whole thing. Going for the gram. That, that's that's what I don't get. So he was not filming himself up on the on the cam. Oh, you film... think he was selfieing? It's, uh, it looked yeah. like because oh, oh, so, oh, for sure, yeah. I guess he I was because he, was he wasn't really pointed up. Like you're if right. that's a thing, if he was getting himself on the on no, the, no, you might be right on the big screen to show his friends, like hey, I was on the big screen. But otherwise, it's like what, what well, did you just? Oh, in my head originally, I did think that's exactly what he was doing because you see that all the time. Yeah. People record yeah. the the Themselves. jumbotron, the big screen because they're on it. Um, but you are right. He wasn't really pointing it up. Maybe, yeah, it was no. maybe a selfie. Ooh, that's was, even weirder. Oh, I think it's great. I, I would like that post in a second. Just a guy and a girl making out as hard as they possibly can while you hear in the background, kiss cam. Yeah, I, kiss think, cam. I think what happened was he was waiting to get on the kiss cam, so he mm-hmm. was filming the entire thing. So he was probably had his tongue in her mouth for three minutes or something. Yeah, because like they were locked and ready Young to love. go. Yeah, right? yeah. He's, he's like, I'm going to do this. It, it's just an opportunity. He really, even if they, I, I think there's a possibility they didn't get on the kiss cam. He was just filming himself kissing his no, girlfriend. Yeah. No, he was ready. He was he ready was re- for the. Yeah, but he didn't film the, like you said, he didn't film the <laughs> yeah. screen. Yeah. He was just filming himself. Yeah, but he, he was like, right, let's start kissing to get ready. and then He, he, <laughs> he missed, didn't open his eyes oh, yeah. when yeah. they Stop calling when they that got kissing. It's not kissing. I know, I know. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't open his eyes when they kissed. He didn't, like, he didn't adjust and point up to the screen. He just kept filming Yeah, whatever that no, heck you call it. I hope this changes the way people do kiss cams. Everybody now waits until you're on the kiss cam to kiss. Mm. The entire arena should start kissing, and then they'll just pick out who the best is, <laughs> uh, and we'll throw them up on the screen. Or who the worst is in this uh, instance. So. I can't believe you didn't think that was a good kiss. <laughs> oh, Ugh. God. Well, you like a nice tight lip? Uh, was... No, 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 but it, it, wasn't, it wasn't a kiss. I mean, no. it was a... I, it was um. It was a molestation of the mouth. I mean, it was that's like they were lady and tramping a hot dog, and they were fighting for the final yeah. bit of it. That's what it was. It like was sort of like, like a, a mama bird with a baby bird, but way, exactly. way closer in a weird way. <laughs> At least they even leave a little room to drop the worm from mouth to mouth. Yeah, and let's be clear, it was consensual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, I thought she was sort of in, like. I guess we disagree a little bit on that. I thought she was sort of giving it back just as much. She, but yeah, well, there was. Honda, I think eighty percent. No, like she she pulled tried to pull back at some point. Okay. But yeah, she was Gross. down for it. I guess to be filmed. That that's got to exist somewhere. He must have posted. Anyway, uh, worst of the week winner <laughs> is the newest member of the Jazz, Jordan Clarkson. Not for his outstanding play since he was traded to Utah, but for his hair. Because he made a mistake, and I'm convinced he did it himself. He's shaven two what I'll call notches. They're short lines that kind of look like devil horns right where men's hair starts receding in those two spots, right where uh, a devil has his horns. But they're not even at all. They're terrible. Now, I'm going to show the guys here. In, <laughs> yeah, the, in, the, in the past, In the past, Jordan Clarkson has been able to grow hair in those receding hair spots. Okay, okay yeah. So it's... Yep. Totally full. Yeah, decent looking hairline there. But oh. now he's shaving these little things in here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're not even at all. On the other side, <laughs> it's far more narrow. Yeah. So one horn is way bigger than the other. I know it's it's not the most clear picture here, 
because this is a post-game interview after he had a great game. But one side, way thicker than the other. Way, 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 way more of a, a cut incision hmm. of hair. Yeah, I, I, it's right. not right. It's not right what he did. And it, this has nothing to do with the fake picture that was going around about his hairline. <laughs> People were making fun of his hairline in general just because it's it's pretty full on top. But um, I'm I'm 90% sure. Let's take a look at these last two photos. It's just it's just about these. <laughs> it's good radio, radio. It's you know just, what it looks like, even uh, just for the, yeah. the listener out there. Like, yeah, sort of devil horns uh, in the corner of his sort of hairline there. Also, like the Android logo, like the two little antennas, sure. uh, sort of uh, mm-hmm. maybe help paint the picture. And they're not the same. They're not the same. Antenna. Though, yeah, yeah, no. not the same antenna. Come no. on, JD. It was. I did as best I it can. Was with, with you the, painted a picture. I and think I, we did. I didn't see the picture <laughs> that you were showing, and I. I know. He's got I, it I, in my brain. I made a decision. I was going to turn it to the other guys That's because right. we don't have a monitor here. So were you saying this You're is? You're going to have to edit it. This is possibly. You're going to have to edit Europe, a video though. So Europe. don't worry. <laughs> is this um, a barber mishap? I think he did it. Oh, you think he did? He's oh, got, he's, he did it. He's I mean, got, it's probably a barber mishap. He's but. got a Utah Jazz like media day, you know, profile pic here, and you can see that he's. You know, he started it there. It doesn't look very clear, but yeah, there it's not that clear. Mm. So he's had a, you know, he's, he's changed his hair. I mean, it, it actually was with the Cavs. He had it uh, a little bit earlier since he came over. I don't know when he did it. Um, when he changed his name to Lion. When he changed his name to, or when he changed his haircut. But uh, yeah, that's it. He's the winner. Jordan Clarkson. It's I'd like to add right. just one more nominee that sure. I that I picked up last night watching uh, the halftime between the Nuggets Pacers. Anybody else see the Pacers halftime act? Roberto the Magnificent. <laughs> no, I missed it. Um, he's a juggler. I guess he calls himself a comedy juggler. Now, comedy this juggler. honestly, this was not a part of his act. You can't convince me otherwise. But he starts like pretty basic in the juggling world, at least, of doing juggling three bowling pins. Basic. Right? Basic. He dropped. He dropped three of them within the first minute of the act. First 50 seconds, actually, somebody timed it. I said 30 seconds in my tweet, but somebody went back and counted. 50 seconds. Was this just your usual juggling comedy? No, it wasn't. This was, <laughs> it, he, he dropped these, and he was like, oh, damn. That's fine. Once, I get once. Okay, no problem. You dropped it once. It happens. You know, he's you know, speed juggling three bowling pins. Okay, not easy. But he did it three different times. Like, holy crap. That was the start of the act. Now, I will say he did some crazier things. He was riding like a, what appeared to be like a 15-foot high unicycle. Um, and he goes, he's weird. He like goes and dunks on the nets. This is the weirdest act going, I'm telling you. And he also was juggling hammers at one point while he was standing on something and like balancing on it. Was any of it funny? No, not at all. I don't know. This guy needs to refine his act is what it sounds like. He needs to like. change his name. There was nothing that magnificent about this act, honestly. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, I just wanted to throw him in there. Is it? Was he talking? Like, no, nope, nope, well, nope. Just it says his bio here: crazy comedy stunt show filled with comedic chatter. Also, maybe because of the uh, NBA halftime setting, he couldn't do that. Yeah. I don't know. It was just a uh, like at one point when he was setting up to do this like cool like he had a saw spinning over his head like while he was holding like something in his mouth with the saw spinning and then he's juggling hammers. But while he was setting up, he dropped it. He dropped a hammer from his tool belt and like you could see all like the pacers um what do you call those people like game ops people like this sort of like help out you could see them like hey man you dropped a hammer and like i didn't think he was gonna realize it (laughs) i thought he was gonna get up on this thing and be like oh damn i only got two hammers but he did he did eventually get pick up the third hammer i don't know he had the drops last night 
Roberta good one. Hey, I'll throw, I'll throw in a nominee. Sure. Why not? Casey Holdall tweeted yesterday, Trey Kirby, can you please explain to Amara Baptist the scumbag nature of wearing sweatshirts with no undershirt? Fair enough. You yeah. know, if you wear a sweatshirt, you got nothing underneath it. It's scumbag mode. You can do it. She says, snitch. She was upset. She said, don't out me for wearing my sweatshirt with nothing underneath. But then Myers Leonard chimes in. Not going to lie. I never wear an undershirt in this situation. Whoa. I mean, I assume that Myers Leonard doesn't want to wear a shirt most of the time yeah, anyways, yeah. but Good every point. time he puts on a sweatshirt, he's going scumbag mode. That's pretty crazy to me. Yes. I mean, wow. Maybe that's why he signed in Miami. You don't need an undershirt in Miami. Yeah, you don't need a sweater, really. I guess it gets a little chillier at night. Maybe you do. He's probably wearing tighter sweaters, too. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Wow, so many nominees for worst of the week. But Jordan Clarkson takes the crown. All right, JD, no pun gun. What do you got for no, us? Oh, uh, so guys, nicknames. We love them. Yep. Not everyone has one. Some are stuck with terrible ones. Some sometimes they come along naturally. Sometimes they need to be manufactured. Well, today we are going to give three lucky players a new nickname. I jumped on Basketball Reference and found three players that do not have nicknames. Okay. We're about to fix that by playing. The nickname game. Really, the number one draft pick, Grimace. What's your problem, Jumbo Charles? Skeletor seems to like it. Nice. That's Yeah. Here's how it works. I'm going to say a player's name, and we'll go around the table saying the first thing that comes into our heads. It's a simple word association. Whatever the fifth word or phrase ends up being, that will be assigned to the lucky player. Any questions? <laughs> no. No, we've had some experience yeah. with this before. On the I can't remember the Halloween the Harden was That's one. That's the one I remember. Yeah, yeah. Anthony yeah. Davis, I think, was one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember the guy who sent it in, but this mm. is his idea. Yeah, yep. yeah. Love so it. We're just stealing it. So we're gonna start. We're gonna start with Trey and work around. Work around that way. Okay. First player, he's he plays for the Orlando Magic. He's a center. He was born in Canada, Montreal. Kem Birch, Trey. <laughs> oh, the tree. Ah, uh, Barkman. <laughs> Greenery. Greenery, huh? <laughs> Greenery. Um, plants. <laughs> JD? Chlorophyll. Your new nickname, Kem Birch, is Chlorophyll. Oh, Chlorophyll Kem. <laughs> That's not bad, actually. Chlorophyll <laughs> Kem. Right, we're going to start with Lee this time. Okay. And go Whoa, this way. Okay, I like it. He's the Nugget Center, or a Nugget Center. He's born in Sudan. He's the son of Minute Bowl, Bowl Bowl, Lee. <laughs> Bowling. Uh, Roberto the Magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> Pins. Chainsaw. Massacre. <laughs> oh, that's a good nickname. Yeah. Bowl Bowl. Your new nickname is Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one. I don't mind it. <laughs> Not bad. All right, uh, how, where should we start this time? Here we go. Uh, let's start. Uh, let's start with Skeets. Okay. okay. And we'll go this way. Okay. Uh, he plays for the Jazz. He was dra- originally drafted by the Toronto Raptors. Born in Washington D.C. and the subject of our worst video we've ever done. Ed Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Austin. <laughs> Salad. <laughs> Shaker. Salt. Complaining. 
<laughs> no, he doesn't <laughs> understand. I do, I do, I do, no, I do. You don't. Salt. No, I do, I do. I know, I know, bro. I know. I'm just trying to finish on like a, a you know, where it started there. Salt. Uh, pepper. Beautiful. And Davis, your new nickname is Pepper. Pepper Davis. <laughs> Okay, I like it. I like the good? little. It's good. Well, I mean, I maybe tell. even the idea we don't need to do the pun gun every week. Yeah, and, just you know, go up. back and forth. I okay, well, what were the nicknames? Pepper for Ed Davis. Yep. Massacre for <laughs> Bull Bull. And uh, Chlorophyll Kem. Yeah. Chlorophyll <laughs> Kem. Chlorophyll Kem. Something there. Update basketball reference. Yes, yes. All right, let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mm, tweet of the Night. Wow. Tweet of Okay, I'm on Tweet of the Night, uh, and guys, whenever I do Tweet of the Night, I pull a Lee and do it the next day. <laughs> I'll jump onto my computer, search NBA Twitter, then immediately get distracted. Today, it was because Danny Elfman was trending. I was worried. I was like, oh, did he die? No, he didn't die. He has been added to the Coachella lineup, and Twitter was going nuts. Danny Elfman? You're talking about the guy that wrote yes. the Simpsons yes. theme song? Yes. Wow. That's crazy. So uh, lots of reactions. My favorite was this. Uh, it's a picture of Diane Weist as Peg in Edward Scissorhands. My mom dropping me off to Coachella to see Danny. Oh, yes. That's good. Very, very funny. Very funny. So the question really is, what is Danny Elfman going to play at Coachella? Mm. Which brings me to the top five Danny Elfman jams. Top five, top five, top five. Top five, top five, top five. So Danny Elfman, he's a... He was a the lead singer of Oingo Boingo. Does anybody have it? Have you ever heard an Oingo Boingo song? I think I have, but I I, I couldn't know he was in a band. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and then Oingo he, Boingo sounds like a cool board game that uh, <laughs> somebody got over the Christmas holidays. Yeah, uh, Weird Science. That's Oingo oh, Boingo. Oh, that's Oingo Boingo. Okay, yeah, so yeah, I, all apparently. Right. All right, I may have to update this list. J.K. Uh, <laughs> so the top five Danny Elfman jams that I'd love to hear. Coachella. Here's number five. What's this? What's this? There's color everywhere. What's this? There's white things in the air. So this What's is this? Danny Elfman as Jack, Jack in the Nightmare there. Before Christmas. Uh, that's great. What's this? You have to have this in there. Did he play Jack Skellington? I think he does. Elite, he does sing. I don't know if he actually plays him, but he definitely sings the song. Cool. Uh, so yeah, that's you know you gotta have this. Yep. Yeah. This was uh, Tass's um, mm-hmm. Christmas movie yeah. pick uh, in the uh, Squad Christmas special. Exactly. Yeah. This is number four. It's the main title from Batman 1989. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Iconic theme. It, this movie ushered in the return of the superhero movie. I feel like. Mm. Yep. Uh, and it's just awesome. How he's going to pull this off at Coachella? I I don't know. This would be so badass. Oh, my God. At Coachella to hear this? This would be (laughs) iconic. Uh, He also scored Sam Raimi's Spider-Man reboot, uh, but it wasn't nearly as good as this. It's like all outtakes from the the Batman soundtrack. I can just see the Batmobile on the road right now. I know. Awesome. So good. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Awesome. Here comes number three. Just drive him. This is number three. 
This is from Pee Wee's Big Adventure in 1985. Oh. My first introduction to Danny Elfman. This is the Breakfast Machine song. Yep. Pee Wee getting up <laughs> and his contraption making his breakfast. Yep. And it's an amazing scene. And up to this point, it was 1985. I had never heard music like this in a, in a movie before. Like, this is this is peak Danny Elfman. Yep. This is good. All right, number two. From Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, 2005. It's the Augustus Gloop song. Augustus Gloop, Augustus Gloop, the great big greedy nincompoop. Augustus <laughs> Gloop, so big and vile, so greedy, foul, and infantile. Yeah. Augustus Gloop gets sucked into the tube, and he gets uh, he gets sucked away. Then the Oompa Loompas come in. Apparently, this is Danny Elfman singing all the parts in this as well. Wow. Wow. Uh, and this kicks off like each. If you haven't seen the movie, each every time a kid basically gets eliminated, there's a huge set piece with the the, uh, the Oompa Loompas, and this is the first one. Uh, and they just did a uh, um, a Broadway version of this show. None of these songs are in it, which oh. which is a shame because they're all sure. great and they're all better than all the rest of the songs in the in the actual musical. And number one, yeah, I mean, you have to. Yeah. Wow. This is this is the song that made him rich. If he never wrote another song, he would be set for life, probably a thousand <laughs> lives. Wow. Over. What do you think he makes every time Simpsons every, plays on every TV? time? I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Forty cents. <laughs> oh. I mean, yeah, but I'm like 30 yeah. years of syndication yeah, exactly. on oh multiple gosh. times a day, and now it's streaming. I mean, uh, yeah. the, the guy is worth a fortune. Anyway, that's it. Crazy. Is he going to play themes? I don't know. That's, like, it's... What does he do? People are pretty um, excited about this Coachella lineup, right? I mean, I'd like, I'm sure there are people like, what, this guy? But I feel like overall... There was like pretty positive feedback to it. Yeah, Rage Against the Machine is coming back. Huh? Well, there you go. It's going to be a bunch of old guys. Weekend one sold out already, huh? Oh, wow. Mm. Oh, yeah, they do the double weekend. I forgot about that. Is the weekend performing on the weekend? I don't know. These <laughs> these are some small fonts. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> well, we'll, save, we'll save it for another podcast. We'll go through the Coachella lineup is what we'll do. King All Gizzard right. and the Lizard Wizard will be there. All right. Um, JD, great top five there. Nice twist uh, to tweet of the night. Lee, mm. we got Pick'em Results presented by Cash App. This segment is brought to you by Cash App, the number one finance app in the App Store. Cash App is the easiest way to send money to your friends. Like when you owe someone money when you were drunk over New Year's Eve and you promised them you would pay them back next year. <laughs> uh. But Cash App does way more than that. Cash App also comes with the Cash Card, a free debit card that comes with boosts, which are like instant rewards for shopping at the places you already love. Boosts are discounts at places where you use your Cash Card and you get a certain percentage or dollar amount off based on the merchant. We are also excited to be working with Cash App to support one of our favorite organizations, the ACLU. When you sign up for Cash App and use the promo code NODUNKS, one word, not only will you receive $10, but Cash App will also donate $10 to the ACLU. The ACLU's mission remains realizing the promise of the Bill of Rights for All and expanding the reach of its guarantees. Beyond one person, part of your side, the ACLU dares to create a more perfect union. Don't forget promo code NODUNKS, one word, when you download Cash App from the App Store or Google Play Store today. 
Thursday's night. Pick'em results was that Raptors Heat game. Miami was favored by five and a half, had to win by six or more, and they did. They won by eight in the very low scoring, very low scoring game. Um, Tass was the only one to take the Raps to try and cover, so that's a loss early here in January for Tass. He's 0-1, everybody else had the Heat covering, so everybody else goes to 1-0. What's tonight's game? Pelicans. Pelicans visiting the Lakers. Anthony Davis playing his old team at home for the first time. He did go into New Orleans on uh, November 27th. The Lakers won. It was not a blowout, and if they're going to have to cover tonight, it has to be a blowout. It's 10.5. Wow. For the Lakers to beat the Pellies. It's on ESPN. Zion Williamson went through his first practice. He's not coming back anytime in the near future. But just a little Pelly's news for you. Pelicans have been strike. playing well. Yeah, yeah, that's a big line for yeah. a team that has been playing well in the Pelicans. Yeah. Favors doing well and stuff. Ah, hmm. Where you go, Lee? I, I think Anthony Davis is going to want to put on a bit of a show. I'm going to take the Lakers. Wow, taking the Lakers to win by 11 or more. TK. Long layoff, though, for the Pelicans. They last played on Sunday. Hmm. Rust or rest mm. really makes you think... Mm. I think I'm going to have to go with the Los Angeles Lakers, however. Give me the Lakers. I, I'm going to ride a team that's been playing well despite that long layoff. I think they can cover this. I think they can make a game of it. I'll, I'll take the Pelicans to cover. I'll take the Pelicans, too. There we go. We're split. Tass and I taking the Pelicans to cover. Tass, excuse me, Trey and Lee taking the Lakers win by 11 or more. Good luck to everybody. All right. Before we go here on a Friday, we're going to end with some rapid fire fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Guys, new year, new decade, new hairstyle for Kyle Kuzma. The Lakers forward decided to go blonde for 2020, and everyone had to get their jokes off. Per Tanya Ganguly, when Kuzma went to shoot free throws on Wednesday night, a fan yelled out, will the real Slim Shady please stand up? (laughs) Hilarious. Guys, I want you to describe your worst haircut ever, what it looked like, why'd you get it, what's the story behind your worst haircut? Mine's actually one that I gave to my uh, two-year-old son because he has dead straight hair and it was getting into his eyes and one day while he was sitting in his high chair eating breakfast I thought I'm just going to trim his his, his bangs bangs, basically and so I trimmed a little bit I thought no he needs a little bit more so I trimmed a little bit more and then I said oh I need to even up this side trimmed a little bit more trimmed a little bit more and before I knew it he just had the worst the worst and by the time by the way my wife was out of the country on work at the time so I sent her a photo and she was like oh my god what have you done and then about 10 minutes later she memed our child she thought he looked like Anton Chigurh from No Country for Old Men. <laughs> um, I don't really have a bad hairstyle. The one that gave me da- bad dandruff has got to be the one, though. It wasn't it wasn't one particular ha- hairstyle. I just had bad dandruff for a long time, a real long time, until I found Neutrogena T-Gel. Then just head and shoulders was enough. It's enough. You don't need to put that tar in your head. <laughs> Yeah, that's all I got. I burned my eyelashes once. Yeah. R- revving up those lighters like we used to do. Oh, that was fun. That is a Until tough... I got a lighter in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> that is a tough question for Tass. He came out of the womb with a great head of hair. No I doubt. I shaved my head for like yeah, that's 12 true. years of my life. It was a travesty. Yeah. That head of hair. You got that beautiful, <laughs> beautiful locks flowing. All right. What about you, JD? Uh, 1985. Uh, some very hot girl said, hey... You should get your hair cut like Paul Young, the singer. Paul Young, every time you go away. Yep. You know 
you know, so short on the top, short on the sides, and kind of long in the back. <laughs> It's a mullet, basically. Yeah. Well, just call it. <laughs> oh yeah, that's definitely. I like very, very eighties, borderline Joe, Joe Dirt. Did me. you have like uh, the feathered bangs in front? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. A lot of upkeep. Oh, yes. Our second rapid fire question comes from Caleb, who was extremely thankful to win five hundred dollars from the No Dunks Dunk Contest we did with Cash App in December. It was such a huge blessing, Caleb wrote, that I felt the need to give away half of my winnings to my cousin. It's very thoughtful of Caleb. So, Caleb's question, though. When was a time you got more joy out of giving a gift than receiving a gift? What did you give and who did you give it to? Lee? I continue to be amazed that people have still kept some of the cards, the basketball cards that I've signed, fake signed, as the NBA player. We used to do this back in the Basketball Jones days at the score in Toronto where, you know, we opened the first pack of cards and I said, hey, I used to sign them when I was a kid, so I'll sign them now. And someone said, hey, can you send one to me? Right. Then I ended up sending them to a lot of people. Some people still have them today and they cherish them. Right, I, so they have like a BJ Armstrong card signed by Lee Ellis. Signed by me, but it says BJ Armstrong on there. I'm <laughs> signing as BJ yes. and I did that for like, you know... Couple of hundred players, and people still keep them and still treasure. I get the you occasional might go to jail for that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wondered about that. Yeah, uh, but some people still keep them and send me a tweet and say I've still got this card. Just sent me. I'm like, wow. great. Test. Well, it felt good to give five hundred dollars to a lot of our fans who have been watching our show for a long time. Were we biased making those picks for people who have been around for a long time? No, absolutely not. It was just random picks. Uh, <laughs> but it did feel good to yeah. give it to people who like Caleb. Like Adrian, Miss NBA, a lot of people down the list. It was awesome because, you know, indirectly they have given us the gift of working together for a long time and doing this show for a long time. So I went with that. It, it did feel awesome. Great answer. JD? Yeah, Christmas especially, I hate the presents part of it. Like, yep. I just hate it. Uh, you know, I've gotten it down so that I'm only giving presents to my kids, and I'm trying to cut that out too. But a uh, couple of, literally a couple of days before Christmas, uh, I stopped at a gas station with me and my wife. Uh, we, uh, you know, we're just getting gas, uh, cheap gas at Kroger. <laughs> and uh, this guy was just parked at a pump, and he was basically asked me for money, right, to fill up his car. He's like, I just got to go to Alpharetta, blah, blah, blah. Looked in the car, like, he's basically looked like he was living, living in, his, in car. his car so yeah. i'm like i had just filled up my my car at the pump and uh so i was like all right i'm just gonna fill this guy's tank so i used my car to i went and put my card in and it wouldn't work because i had just used it at, uh, at a yeah, yeah. Or, you know they, they don't want to the fraud thing i guess yeah. yeah so i gave him all the money in my wallet which was 15 dollars. that's all i had yeah and he was like so thankful right and it was just like I felt way better about that than any of the stupid presents I gave to my stupid kids. <laughs> sure. So I wish I, would, I had taken all the money that I spent on my kids and just gave it to him. Anyways, that's it. Felt, felt good, but I felt bad for the guy, man. Great answer. Good one, guys. All right, final one here. Dave from Melbourne heard us talking about loonies, toonies, and $2 bills in a recent podcast. Dave once landed that elusive $2 bill on his first trip to the U.S., but he used it within the first day and as his trip went on he realized how rare they are and wish he had kept that two dollar bill this inspired the question from dave what is something that you didn't realize how valuable it was until you no longer had it lily 
just before I was going for my final high school exams, um, as I was walking out the door, mum pulled me over and said, hey, I've got this little special token I want you to take. And it was this little golden teddy bear that she'd had in her life forever. Okay. And I was like, oh, oh, thank you. That's, you know, I like that. And so I started walking to school and she said, keep it in your pocket, you know, and, and if you need some inspiration. Like a good luck charm. Yeah, basically yeah. that. Yeah. And she said, if you're feeling, you know, if you're stuck on a question, feel that and it'll sort of give you the right answer. Wow. <clears throat> so I get to school, started doing the exam and I got stuck. And I reached down, and I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, my God, what the hell? And then all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm digging into my pockets. I'm pulling everything out, and I'm like, oh, my God, I've lost this golden bear thing, this little thing. So I'm, like, stressed. Yeah. I'm like, I finished the exam. i just like, all right, got to get out and find this <laughs> golden bear. So I finished the exam, and I retraced every single sort yeah. of step and path back to my house, and I found this golden bear. Like, wow. like on the way home, just in the basically on, like a, on a dirt path, and so I picked it up and I was like, "Oh my god!" And I was so more thankful yeah, that I had. Yeah. I can't like. I remember now thinking like, I just mailed in that exam because yeah. I was more worried about <laughs> this uh, little golden bear. And mum, when I came home, she had to go. I said, oh, it was great. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I guarantee you that fell out of your pocket because you were pulling out your hanky and it got whipped up in the air. I know it now. I can see oh, the hanky. Oh man, that's <laughs> great answer, Tess. My love for video games. I wish I had never stopped playing them because it's, it's such a benefit to be able to just get a, get a controller in your hands, just feel it. I'm not talking about apps with a phone. Not the same. Not the same. No. And, and I did want to talk to your stupid kids, JD, as you called them. Uh, I would never call them stupid kids. About uh, them playing their different video game systems uh-huh. at Christmas when we were hanging out because I, I almost pulled the trigger on a Nintendo Switch, but yeah. I, I just... I'm not going to play it, but I wish I would play it. <laughs> I know. But I'm never going to play it. Same here, man. And then, you know, there's the, the portable aspect. There's a Nintendo Switch Lite now, mm-hmm. which is just strictly portable. Um, and maybe I'd play it more, but am I going to be sitting on a bench? Sitting and switching? Sitting and switching? Doubt it. But I wish I did. And maybe I will. Every so often I pick it up and I'll play, and it's just... They're so involved now. Like, they're just, like... Yeah. On the Switch, I was playing the Zelda game, and... I gotta cook my lunch on the, the game. Like, I actually have to find a campfire and food to, and cook it. I'm just like, it's so involved. I, I don't have time for this. I just want to fight stuff. Yeah. 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 Why don't we just buy, uh, I think you can buy like old Game Boys again you can. now. Yeah. You can. There you go. Keep it simple. Couple buttons, D pad, you're good. Talk about a noise complaint. We'd get one in here. I wish, I wish we could have a, uh, a stand up arcade, arcade game. Arcade yeah. game. Yeah. What would you want? Yeah, start with NBA Jam, yeah. yeah. Just start with it. We got a whole wall. Sure. Get Double Dragon in here. Because as well. you're right, you can buy like they have like mini versions For of these sure. now. Yeah, they look awesome, mm-hmm. and I don't think they're that that expensive. The the minier versions of these but arcades. Yeah. Buy yeah. some shirts, people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, JD, finish this off here. What is something that you didn't realize how valuable it was until you no longer had it? My eyesight close up. I had LASIK. <laughs> And that was great for six months, and then my my reading went. So oh. now I have to wear readers. Uh, it sucks. That sucks. There's nothing more pathetic than looking for your readers when you're trying to masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> That's rapid fire. That is another classic edition of the drop. Thanks for joining us today and all week long. Uh, don't forget to rate and review No Dunks on Apple Podcasts. Five stars only, baby. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at No Dunks. Keep your emails coming, nodunks at theathletic.com. Make sure you check out some of the other great podcasts 
on the Athletic Network. You got Count the Dings, Back to Back, Hoops Adjacent, so many more. Dozens of team-specific shows featuring a number of our favorite athletic reporters like Fred Katz. Fred Katz on the boulevard, baby. (laughs) And look, real talk, if you're not a member of The Athletic, you need to wise up. You can get all of our podcasts ad-free, plus the best sports writing in the world. Get 40% off your subscription today. Go to theathletic.com slash no dunks. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, the weekend is at Coachella. Is he? I don't know. Me neither. (laughs) Embrace the weekend, people. Not the actual weekend. Not the the artist. (laughs) You could stay.